And welcome to Geek to Geek, a free for all podcast. I'm your host for the evening, Trey Elliott. Joining us as always, Josh Barnett. Yo, you stole my line. And Chuck Nally. Sun's out, guns out. Which way's the gym? <laughs> Chuck, you are. You can edit that, right? You are repping uh, North Georgia well with your uh, apparel tonight. Hey man, it's <laughs> hot outside. Let's jump and poo. All right. Oh no, <laughs> is that what they do around here? That's a thing. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, we fucked too, man. <laughs> we got to get them welfare checks, buddy. Oh, Jesus. Get he's, it while the getting's good. He's not, he's not wrong. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, how, how's everybody's week been? Uh, it's been all right. Uh, Age-old question. I can, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel for the uh, for the basement. Yeah, I so thought you were. For some uh, reason, I thought you said you'd have it done this week. Yeah. You yeah. thought you would? Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, he said it. Well, no, I, I had to put a couple of extra layers on there because I scratched a part, and so I had to stain that little scratch and then stain that little area or gotcha, seal, gotcha. not stain it. So, yeah, it's been a fucking process, man. It's I'm good, though. It does look good. So, yeah. by next week, in what? theory. Well, I mean, I won't be here. I'm on vacation. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Disney World. Oh, is someone going to have access to your home? Evan's got a key. Okay. Because I don't trust you bitches. That's fair. Yeah, Smart. Give it to the guy who's going to be gone for six months. Uh, if you gave me a key to your house and you were gone on vacation, I, you, my balls would be just, I'd just rub them over. I would assume that I would come back and, like, my house would be gone. Like, there'd just be, like, a, a giant IOU card. <laughs> just a crater. <laughs> but it would, be like one of those, it would be like one of those tent cards, though, so at least you guys would have something to sleep under. That's not, yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because he's a hello guy. Yeah. That's fair. Houses. You're a good man. I do what I can. You'd also write the uh, thank you on the inside so that when you're laying at night looking up, you, <laughs> you can see, see the, yeah. or not the thank you, but uh, the I'm sorry. Oh, uh, okay. I'll, thank you, too. I, I mean, would work. Yeah, Thanks, he gave me the I'm key. sorry. Yeah, he gave me the key to the house. There's, I should thank him for that. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, uh, this is uh, the first geek to geek on our new schedule. So this will be the one and only geek to geek uh, for the month of March. Sorry. And we'll have another one at the end of April. Um, no Facebook Live on this one, unfortunately. We we are short some supplies, but um, of course we're on YouTube and and Tried on the to take his iTunes. I did not. <laughs> See, we realized that Evan was. I forgot him. Oddly enough, <laughs> we realized that Evan was coming back soon, and he hates the fans so much that he wanted to cut back on the amount of geek geeks they get to listen to. That's fair. He does hate uh, everyone that listens. He so does. unless you like TV and movies, then come on. <laughs> I think no, he, he still hate hates them. them. Yeah. He just wants to talk about them. If they like him, he'll be all right with that. As Maybe. long as they let him talk, and his opinion is the one that's correct. <laughs> I mean, that's accurate. Maybe if they have really intriguing stories, that's true. Hey, did I show you my new giant knife? No. This is a large that. knife. It's pretty god, god it's, damn. Yeah, man, it's big. Happy Thanksgiving, Josh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man. Just had whiskey. Not enough. Never enough, really. <clears throat> I tried uh, Taco Mamacitas this week. How'd that go? Uh, it went well. Did you get the sloppy Jose? I did. What'd you think? I got no sour cream because I'm of an course, American. Of course. Um, didn't I hear the opposite end of this conversation? I thought you said you didn't get the sloppy Jose. No, I did get it. Uh, he got he got the chicken, the roast chicken, but he ordered the sloppy Jose extra. Yes. Right? Yeah, because yeah. admittedly, I'm a pretty picky dude, and so most of those tacos did not sound appealing to me. It's a good thing Brittany's um, not. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> very true. 
no, but uh, that was the only one that sounded like any like in any way appetizing. But um, I also didn't want to make that like my meal in case yeah. again, my picky self didn't like it. Sure. So, um, yeah, I got like half a fucking rotisserie chicken uh, with all kinds of like Mexican spices and stuff on it. God, which, I by the way, right now. I get it's like an odd choice for a Mexican restaurant. But holy shit, it, that's probably the best like rotisserie chicken I've ever had in my life. I haven't had it's that rotisserie chicken. Amazing. I've had chicken tacos that like the uh, I think it's the California Club. It's got the chicken and bacon and avocado in it. Sounds right. Oh, that sounds delicious. It's awesome. They had some crazy like really interesting tacos. Uh, Brittany got the Memphis uh, like barbecue, the barbecue one, which she liked a lot, and she got the shrimp po' boy, which she did not like. Mm. Um, but anyways, I got that. I got the sloppy Jose, and it was really good. Yeah. Fritos are an excellent choice on a taco. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, that chicken was good. I got, like, lime rice and sweet potato fries with it. Oh, man. Me- Mexican street corn. <laughs> I know I keep saying that. Uh, <laughs> UrbanDictionary.com. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, that's the same it's stuff really they have good. at um, Taco Nuga, right? Yeah, but this is on the cob. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that. I'll get that next time and try right. that. But is it still, like, with uh, mayo and everything that's on it? Because like the street corn has that right, it's like done in like a. I don't think it was weird. mayo. Yeah, I think it is. Oh, I knew it had something in it. Yeah, I'm like ninety percent sure that it's mayo, and at so least so that means that it, there's no mayo. Say so what? That means there's no mayo. Because if Josh was really sure, he'd go like a hundred million percent sure. <laughs> That's fair. He knows you intimately. I'm gonna look up yeah. Mexican street corn. God, I hope en- enjoy that being pictures. on your <laughs> Whatever, man. That's They're going to get way s- worse when they sell those to advertisers <laughs> and Mexican street corn. Wait a minute. It'll be Mexican street something else. Wait a minute. That's not mayonnaise. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so we're here for our 14th potluck. I looked it up before we started this time. Okay. So uh, Lucky number 14. I don't know what we're going to do next time for our 15th anniversary of the potluck, but it's going to be big. Hey, it's my 15th wedding anniversary in a couple of weeks. Oh man, maybe we should do another potluck. <laughs> first, first, in, first two ingredients: a quarter cup of mayonnaise and a quarter cup of sour cream. You ate this? I at least tried it. I thought it talking impressive, Nuka. man. Also, the first ingredient: sour be- cream and, and stuff is is not something I'm opposed to. I just don't like like raw sour cream. I think it's an implied corn. I was about to say the first <laughs> ingredient should because it's corn. not in any of the other or <laughs> or Mexicans. <laughs> Wait, let's read the whole thing: quarter cup of mayonnaise, quarter cup of sour cream, or Mexican crema. So it might have been that. Uh, half a cup of finely crumbled cotija or feta cheese. I'm not gonna, I thought you I just said a seizure that right. before that word. Uh, I thought you said orphan cheese. <laughs> yeah, orphan cheese. Plus more for serving. <laughs> orphan black, but with cheese. Half a teaspoon of ancho or, I'm not pronouncing that word, chili powder. Why are you doing this? I just wanted to see if corn was listed. It's not. I wanted to go through the you whole thing. You could have just, like, used your eyes. Where is it? Ancho what? Guajilo. <laughs> You're just saying stuff. Hello. You're just saying uh, sounds. Hello. I think it's Guajillo Guajillo. because the, there there's two it? L's. Guajillo. Yeah. You got you to roll, roll the L's. Rio. <laughs> God. I know. I speak Spanish. <laughs> he <true>. does. Uh, <laughs> look for the Tracetta stone. So, so who wants to who wants to start us off uh, for this this week's potluck? You got two topics. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Let's bookend you. All right. Whoa. Slamming Sammy. <laughs> Mexican street corn. You're on the other side now, Josh. <laughs> well, You're God. the bread in this, Sammy. Would that be on the cob or off? Ew. <laughs> Your choice, sir. Ew. Extra sour cream. Uh, God damn it. You guys are gross. So what's your topic? Uh, you whore? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are dicks. Uh, we'll go with the more serious one first. Uh, fear. Or more particularly, okay. uh, the things that 
continue to scare us from our childhood. Oh, oh I know. so I know what this is about. Yeah. Yep. So I will not step on Evan's toes. We will have a show within the next week or so that we are talking about the uh, the trailer that dropped today. But Stephen King's It is being remade into potentially a two-part movie, but at least a one-part movie. Sure. And they, the first trailer dropped today. And it was wonderful. And I had boldly said, after some new pictures dropped about four or five days ago... Oh, this Pennywise is yeah. scary. I, was, I said specifically that this is further proof that it's it's really just your memory of these things that scare you. Because the new stupid. version doesn't scare me at all. Josh and Barnett is spooking. That new ter- that new trailer was fucking terrifying. And I do have a legitimate fear of clowns. Maybe not clinical, necessarily. Um, clinical clowns? Clinical fear of clowns. Oh. Of clinical clowns. Because there actually is a phobia. It's like coolophobia. It's like C-O... <laughs> it's C-O-U-L. I, I, I fear being cool. Yeah, no. Trey's had coolophobia forever. <laughs> I don't know how it's pronounced, but it's C-O-U-L and and then phobia. So it's apparently the Greek word for man on stilts is the actual base of the term, but it is the fear of clowns. You're just scared Um, of Evan. (laughs) That is (laughs) true. I mean, I am pretty scared of him. But anyway, like, I mean... It, it immediately from the beginning of that trailer, when it shows Georgie chasing down that stupid boat, which he should have just let go. Um, like I immediately had anxiety. Trying yeah, especially to watch after that he like hit his head on that fucking right, uh, whatever that thing is. And then obviously Pennywise, like the the quick shot when they were looking <laughs> into the into the like sewers and everything, like it was it was fucking terrifying. But like that is God when he comes out of the water at the very end. Like, yeah. Shaking his head. I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. I'm going to fucking cry in that movie. I'm going to see it, but I'm going to cry so hard. We're going to have to Facebook Live. Not only did it look terrifying, but it also looked um, like very much like the original. Like it was going to stay true to the original and like gave like a Stand By Me vibe. Like the whole fucking thing was really good. I know that's not what we're talking about. Yeah, but, but I mean, so like that that's kind of what I wanted to kind of get into is like, are there things that have just always scared you or is the concept of fear kind of foreign to you? Like, because I know some people who just don't get scared of shit, especially movies. Are there any movies in particular that have kind of stuck out to you in that way? Um, I don't get particular in terms of like like movies and entertainment and stuff. I don't particularly get scared. Um, I mean, like, I'll definitely I've seen a movie before and like it made me a little paranoid, like a little uneasy. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll like especially if I'm like watching it at, like uh, back before I I'd live with anybody when it was just me. Like if I watched like a scary movie at like. 11 o'clock at night, and, you know, all the lights are out, and it's, like, the middle of the night. There's no one there. Like, yeah, like, something creaks or something. Like, I'm like, oh, what was that? Um, but it's, like, I'm, it's a pretty temporary thing. Like, I can pretty immediately go, I, Trey, you're being an idiot. Like, be rational. There's not a fucking killer clown you a, in your house. Do you have a problem, like, leaving doors open or anything at night? No. Okay. I yeah, like, like, you're talking about just generally? Generally or after, like, one of those kinds of experiences at the same time, like? No, no not typically, no. Okay. Um, but, like, I I'll, I don't like haunted houses, though, because I don't like to be, like... Jump scared? Uh, or physically In movies, yeah. Like, yeah, like, it's, yeah. But okay. roller coasters kind of freak me out. Oh, no. Roller coasters are not about hey, wow. the roller coaster, uh, to an extent, anyways. It's, it's about the air? It's <laughs> it's mostly about the, the height. So that is actually a legitimate phobia you have, then? Yes, that is easily, like, my number one phobia. And that can actually link that back to childhood. So... When I was in like second or third grade, um, for a, a good like long time, I don't really remember exactly how long, but I had like a reoccurring dream uh, every so often, um, and it was just like everything was pitch black, and there was this wooden ladder, and I would climb up the ladder, and I would like climb for a long time. It felt like in the dream, and then I would get to the very top, and I get really excited, and then I would slip and I would fall, and like 
it would like legitimately give me that like that, that sinking stomach yeah, feeling. Yeah, you know, like where your stomach goes up into your throat, and then I would wake up when I hit the ground. And I had that dream like all the time. Like my mom like was specifically remembers me like not wanting to go to sleep because it freaked me out. So <clears throat> I definitely, I mean, obviously no psychologist, but like I feel like that's a great contributor to me being always nervous. Because like with roller coasters, it's that that initial hill, and then it's also like anytime I'm everything one, after. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually find that stuff fun. Um, like and, and even sometimes like I did, um, and this is a long time ago, ten, twelve years ago. But I, last time I went to Disney World, um, like the Tower of Terror, I wrote it because when you start the fall, you, I can't you can't tell that you're up high. It's like you're inside basically, and they they drop you, and then by that time, I'm, like, having a good time, and so I'm kind of over the fact when they show you how high you are, like, halfway through the ride. I'm pretty and excited the, about that, because I've never ridden it before. Tower of Terror is... It's shut down. Shut down. No, it's not. Yeah, they're because they're changing it from Tower of Terror to the Guardians of the Galaxy. Unless they've already got that done. No, it's Tower of Terror, and we already registered for the Fast Pass. Oh, wow. Okay, mm-hmm. they must have... Because uh, I, I swore they said that it would shut down. At some down. point, they shut it down. Maybe they, they did some work and opened it back up or something. Because like uh, we Fast Pass... Changing. It's we, awesome. We Fast Pass that and the Rock and Roller Coaster. And, and they're right next there. to each other. Yeah. So when I was... That, and Star Tours. That day that I went, and that wasn't there when I was there, but... Um, those two, since they're right next to each other, we just went back and forth. And the rock and roller coaster, I was fine because it's in the dark. And um, so Space Mountain, you're okay? Yep, Space Mountain, I'm totally fine. Like, I, I think roller coasters are generally fun. I will say in my like, older age, I've admittedly, like, also kind of get paranoid now about, um, like, the harness. I'm, like, convinced that it's not going to, like, stay connected. I'm like, this was made See, by some dude. Like, a bolt comes out, and I'm fucked. Like, that, um, that oh. I have a, a fear of that happening to one of my kids, especially now that Freeman's old enough to ride roller yeah, coasters that flip upside down and stuff like that. Lane, Lane has gone with, um, with like, not with me. Cause I'm again, I'm not a big roller coaster person, but some other like of his family that like his uncles and stuff that are big on, um, on roller coasters. And like, just even knowing that he's ridden them, mm-hmm. I'm just like, God, man, like the, <laughs> there's like such a neat, he's so tiny dude he the, totally fall out of that thing yeah the the, uh, the mako we're going to sea world there's a new yeah. mako roller coaster it goes like underwater for a minute that's awesome yeah real quick question are you going to disney world or disneyland disney world okay disney so it, it's in california it's it's officially shut down in california into in disneyland there you go. Oh, okay i i, I definitely saw that ride too or yeah. that that story about that ride but that actually <laughs> like i mean that kind of links into my fear of clowns thing, though, is talking about, like, a specific childhood memory um, is, like, watching it legitimately, like, emotionally scarred me as a child. Uh, one, because well, my brother and his friends you, fucked with me the entire time. You, you <laughs> should have a fear of bad parents, then, because that is uh, not appropriate for a kid. No, absolutely. My parents let me watch <laughs> I, mean, I watched all kinds of shit. For the most part, it was perfectly fine, but... It yeah, you're a totally well-adjusted person. I'm That's perfectly good. fine. Uh, but it specifically scared me. Yes, my brother uh, Rob and his friends fucked with me like crazy while watching that movie. Uh, my first experience actually wasn't at my own house. It like I went over to my friend's house. It was we had like uh, four or five people coming over for like a sleepover party or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and like when I got there, it was the scene on the side of the road where the woman like stops to ask for directions or whatever, or the guy stops to ask for directions and he rolls down the window and it's Pennywise and he does the whole, you know, we all float down here thing. Right. Like that's the only thing I saw. I, I turned away Man, for the rest of the kid in the night. trailer. Sorry. No, it's okay. You reminded me of the trailer when he's like we all You'll float, float too. Yeah, yeah. But like I turned away. I couldn't watch the rest of the movie. And it was also one of those stupid things where they had like a stuffed 
clown or something in the corner, and so I kept seeing it while wa- like while we were watching the movie. But Dude, like, you're gonna freak out. There's gonna be oh, so it's many gonna people be... either dressed up or bringing fucking props to that movie. Yep. I there, think. It, it's absolutely. I'm I'm deathly afraid. <laughs> um, but Leo. specifically, <laughs> specifically, like I mean, I've told this story before. I have no problem telling it again, mainly because now that internet search history is being given away, I may as well just throw this out there. <laughs> Man, uh, you're really upset about that. <laughs> Eight times. I mean, you should be. I agree. Yeah. But, like, I legitimately skipped showering as a child for a month straight because I was so terrified of that movie. And I've never gotten over it. Like, I pretended to shower. Neither was anyone who hung out with you that month. It was bad because I was a big (laughs) kid. But, like, I sat on my bed at my dad's house and I turned on the shower for, like, ten minutes. Then I went over and I wet my hair in the sink as though I had showered. And I turned off the the Uh, bath or I turned off the shower. And, like... Not for a month straight, but I can remember doing that as a kid just because I, for whatever reason, I really was pissed off I was being made to take a shower. It's weird, but no, for me, it was legitimate. Like, I couldn't look at that drain and not think about that fucking balloon popping out or his head popping out or whatever. Like, I was genuinely terrified, and I've never really gotten over it. Obviously, I shower just fine now, but, like, Uh... I've... Shut up. (laughs) It it is, like, the one legitimate, like, no other movie has ever really scared me as an adult, like, in any way. I enjoy horror movies much more now, but that movie is the one that sticks with me and it's and and clowns in general and i said this earlier on facebook aside from like ones that i can legitimately have disor like disassociation with Mm -hmm. like i know the joker is a character that i know it's not it that doesn't register as a clown to me that registers as a just some random clown with face paint i agree clowns are like weirdly like specific like homie the clown i think is fucking hilarious not scary at all but bozo fuck that guy and i will murder him clowns are weirdly creepy I, i don't disagree with that it just doesn't bother me yeah, um, for, for me, but, like... And just in general, like, so, like, for me, I, I rationalize sometimes my fear of, like, heights or whatever, because, like, if I'm ever right, and I'm probably, I, like, the rational part of my brain realizes that I'm most likely not, but the one time I'm, I am I am right about heights being deadly, they're actually deadly. <laughs> like, I'll fucking die if I fall off a thing that's really high. Not like clowns, because there's never been someone named Ed Gaines who dressed up as a clown and killed people. I mean, I guess technically you're right. The one time that that happens, it's got to be a serial killer. I would argue that the times that people die from falling off stuff is much, much higher than the times that they die from serial killer clowns. I mean, that we'd know of. It's like you've (laughs) never seen the documentary Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Uh, Oh, man, that movie's awesome. Did that scare you? I bet it did. It did a little bit. (laughs) I gotta watch it now? Well, no, that's not true. Because they'll shoot you with a cotton candy gun and then stick a crazy straw in you and drink your blood. They will put you in a cotton candy goddamn cocoon Mm -hmm. with no Steve Gutenberg. Nope. Which is oh, that's not a life I want to live, right? Uh, <laughs> right, Chuck. Yeah, you haven't really talked about any. Um, I, I don't have anything specifically from movies. Zombies used to creep me the fuck out. Like just the thought of them. I think now it's stupid because you know, it's just animated dead tissue wouldn't be able to like run and move around or even like be able to clamp down with their jaws. But anyway, um, it took me like. Viruses? I mean, maybe I don't know. Bath salts. Yeah, bath salts. <laughs> yeah, the, bath salts. The real zombie apocalypse. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, it took me like five or six different tries to get through that first episode of Walking Dead. Damn. Like, oh, wow. Okay. It was pretty recent. But then like after I got through that first season, I was like, oh, this is fine. Uh, the thing that, uh, and you saying about like recurring uh, nightmares, uh, used to get me real bad. I haven't told this to a whole lot of people, but I used to have a nightmare. It was essentially the Slender Man about... 
what, 30 years before anybody ever mentioned the Slender Man at all. Uh, I was literally like four or five years old. But like my, I used to always have nightmares of my, me and my grandfather like walking into the woods. My grandfather would go behind a tree and then the Slender Man essentially would come out in his clothes and like everybody would be acting like it's normal. Like, hey, that's Chuck's granddad. Let's go hang out with him. I'm like, no, no, he's bad. He's bad. And then he would like sit there and people would like, like one time he was dressed up like Santa Claus and like little kids would get on his lap and he was like about to kill him. And I'd be like, no. And I'd jump on him and, and like grab him around his neck and throttle him until he was dead. <laughs> Holy shit. But then I would like let go. Some and then repressed would, memories going on <laughs> and right then now. And he would pop up and like come at me. And I'd, so, I'd, like, so did you know he was not your grandfather? Because I knew it. But like just inherently? He didn't have a some... face. Okay. He was just like blank faced. <laughs> he was blank faced. Was cool he had that. no like features at all. He didn't have any hair. He didn't have any ears. He All had right. a neck, a head, and he was about eight feet tall. Okay. And people were just like, oh, yeah, so, just granddad. So what what fear does that translate into today? Or did it as a kid, I guess? Probably, were you just constantly terrified of your grandparents? Probably yeah, like, probably intimacy. No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, did it ever, like, creep into I, No, both like, of my, I don't world? remember any of my granddads. Like, when I was five years okay. old, both of my granddads were dead. Yeah, one one of my two is the same way. So I was four, but this was around like when you were four. So technically, this grandfather was alive at that time. One of you have any really like? I mean, was it always the same grandfather? Was it actually somebody that like? Was it one of your actual grandfathers, or was it just like a surrogate for your grandfather in your your mind? I don't know. Like my my from what I can remember, and again, this was you know thirty six, thirty five years ago. Thousand. (laughs) Let me finish. Let me finish. Uh, Anyway. but yeah, like I don't necessarily remember. I, I remember the thought and the feeling that that was 100% my grandfather uh, until he came out of the tree and he didn't have a face. And he was eight feet tall, and like the clothes were still like short. It was like his clothes. Like he had killed my grandfather, and he's wearing his clothes. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's how, pretty. How does that up. make you feel? A <laughs> uh, little hungry. How's the relationship with your mother? Huh? She's all right. Tell me. Um, She's a big Kentucky fan, so I like that. Not this week, though. Poor bastards. Um, for me, though, like probably even more so than clowns, if we're talking about like actual phobias, um, is is this thing that I have called trypophobia. It's T R Y P O P H P H O B I A. So if you're walking around a bunch of people like sitting down, you're just no. like looking at their legs, like oh, oh, no, this I, is, I see you. This is the clinical fear of holes in things that aren't supposed to have them. Mm-hmm. Um, don't Google it. I accident uh, like I was looking for the term earlier today. Like where a colostomy bag would fit in, or a trachea. See, actually, not uh, for me, not so much like that. Although the trachea does fuck with me because, like, well, I'll watch like the popping videos I mean, and everything, and at the end of that, like, there's a legitimate hole in that person's skin. No, I'm yeah. talking about like People also, stuff in also just heads up, fuck you for that. I can't help it. I, I mean, I still fuck you though. Um, Wait, did to you anyone who watches popping, no, just popping videos. Uh, anyone who watches them deserve Pop, a fuck popping. you. Oh, okay. There's something like, and I actually think it's linked to this specific phobia for me, but there's something super satisfying about like seeing that cleaned out and like seeing actually taken care of. But anyway, Ugh. for for me, <laughs> what the? Just let him keep going. I don't want to so think about I, it. So I, I did a God, search I today because I wanted to look up the term. I, I couldn't remember what it was called, but I did a search for uh, fear of holes because that's it's like literally what it's known as. Anyway, you dicks. Does Shia LaBeouf like <laughs> pop out? Like no, but there oh. was so there was like there was. 
images that came up immediately from the Google image search, which is not what I was trying to do. But like, it has been in my head the entire fucking day ever since I saw it. Like, there, there's a picture of a girl who's like holding up her arms, and I don't know if it's a skin condition or if it's a rash or whatever. But like, there are literally just a hundred fucking holes on her arm, and like, it's the idea of like something in those holes and if you were to remove it or extract it like they're just holes on the skin oh, I don't like or it right now if you've ever seen um like maybe she's got big pores disorder like it, there's like I don't remember what it's called but the the shitty That's like right. <laughs> advertisements that happen at the end like on the bottom of websites like you know the tabuli I think is what it's called have you ever seen that the food like if you go to the mobile version of IGN you scroll down to the very bottom it's got like a, the same 10 articles that you see shared on every single website Occasionally, one of those are about, like, yes. weird, rare conditions, and there's one of them that is, like, an eyeball that has, like, bumps growing out of the iris. And, it like, it's that same fucking feeling, and it's absolutely terrifying. Hey, have you ever seen the, uh, those videos where people, the guy thinks he's got, like, a pimple or something, and they cut it open, and, like, spiders, like, crawl out of it? Yeah, that's shit. fucking terrifying as well. But that's <laughs> that actually not so, That's, like, not as bad, though, because, again, that's more on the... But, like, the, pulling like, out a worm that's, like... Oh, see, that's bad. Like, eight inches long. But, like, yeah, if you nope. look up if you look up those... <laughs> like, if you look up those fucking pictures, it's that is my number one fear in life. I will die before I would, like, willingly look at those kinds of pictures. So, just, it's, the fear is just you looking at them? Just seeing them, like it is a very, very physical and like very real. See, I don't know that that strikes me as less of a fear and more of just like a like like popping videos gross me out, but I wouldn't say that I am afraid of them. See, because uh, the thing so, is, like, more so being, that I just think they're gross. Like, I, I like legitimately have anxiety about ever seeing them. All right, hang on, I'm gonna try the sound effect out and see if this website's good. Okay, <laughs> that's pretty good. Okay. Would it be better than the the shorter version? <laughs> oh, that's better. <laughs> that's better. What um, about what about the toilet? <laughs> oh no, that's too oh, real. No, yeah, it's too, too real. <laughs> but like, real. this is totally something I could see you having, like, without ever really realizing it. I could see this being something that like legitimately would affect you too. To to see something like that, like if you want to test yourself, look it up. Look no, it I don't up. really. Not okay. right now, anyway. Um, like, yeah, God, it's... Man. Like, All right, on that note, let's move on to anyway. a, another topic. Creepies uh, and crawlies. Yeah, bugs Bugs generally creep me out. God damn it, Chuck. <laughs> Chuck, what's your topic? My topic is... um Fart sounds. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good You're done. Story. All right, cool. Would have been a great uh, segue. <laughs> no, um, there's been, of course, a rash of um, cartoon to... Speaking of rashes, right, Josh? No. Uh, I'm thinking about it Is again. there an ointment for it? God damn it. Yeah. So gross. Balls. <clears throat> All right. Yep. Anyway, uh, well, if there's a hole in something, just poking that in. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Keep, keep talking. Uh, it, no, I mean it's it's. It, I'm enjoying what's happening to Josh right now. Yeah, it's like it's, it's not getting out of my fucking head. It's killing me right now. <laughs> what's your topic? Uh, there's been a rash of live action um, movies that are based around cartoons or animated uh, movies, sure. and I just thought it would be fun to speculate or you know talk about maybe some animated movies that we wouldn't mind seeing redone in a live action format. So like the way that Ghost in the Shell is coming out this weekend. Ghost in the Shell. Um, also, you got um, uh, Mulan, I believe, is coming out. Mulan's yeah. in the works. Beauty and the Beast. Beast. Okay, yeah. yeah. For some reason, the Disney stuff didn't even register yeah, in my is, head. There's a lot of those Disney properties. There's a Little Mermaid that's in the works. I mean, it's obviously like super early stages, but... Yeah, um, there was that genie-based Aladdin movie that happened that like right after Robin Williams' still death. Still technically in the works as yeah. well. 
So. Now, granted, that's less of a remake, a live action remake of a film as it's much just as like expanding lore. Yeah. In a way. Um, I I think actually a, a legitimate live action Aladdin movie would be badass. It would it could be badass. Be. I think. Yeah. Um, There'd be we, a lot of CG for the carpet and uh, the genie, though. Yes, yeah, but I mean, look the how genie. Much CG was technically in Jungle Book. Like at this point, they can yeah. pull it off in a way that doesn't feel like or, it's and Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. There's a lot. Yeah, so. I haven't seen that yet. So I've, I have not I've, heard good things, except for Mary liked it, but like everybody else I've spoken to has not loved it. I was gonna say I, I've heard about uh, sixty forty uh, liking it, but granted, I've only heard from about maybe ten people or so. Yeah, uh, Brittany's up today, so I'm curious what she thought. Um, I guess she didn't like immediately like holy shit this movie's amazing. Either that or she didn't end up going to see it. One or the other. Uh, starting specifically with like Disney stuff, um, I actually think either Treasure Planet or yeah, Treasure At- Planet Atlantis would be awesome. Actually, I oh think my Atlantis god, be super cool. God, are we just going back and going through like the worst Disney movies? Atlantis Treasure is Planet. fantastic, and Treasure Planet. No, it's not. It would it's be a, a visual spectacle. Okay, that's not both. True. Both of those movies almost like that was the lowest point in Disney's history as far as financial movie returns. I don't give a shit. Concerned. Treasure yeah, Planet is a fucking masterpiece. No, anyway, the, the, the to me, Atlantis as Trey would say, the penultimate would be uh, <laughs> the Black Cauldron. Uh, if you guys haven't seen that uh, animated movie at all, it's about this young little kid who's trying to. Uh, the Black Cauldron is like this magical cauldron that the Horn King is is using to in order to essentially take over the world, uh, and it is fucking great. It is creepy and dark as shit, but uh, like it's not meant for little kids. Like it would scare the shit out of Freeman. It gotcha. would scare bad. Yeah, but man, that movie's awesome. For for me. Sword in the Stone is my number one from Disney. I just personally, I love Arthurian legend in general. That would be that. fun. The wizard battle uh, would be particularly interesting. With Madame Mim? Madame Mim, a.k.a. Uh, just go ahead and sign Melissa McCarthy to that role right now. That would make sense for <laughs> sure. Um, but, like, the, the whole thing, even, like, the, the, like, weird little side tangent where there's squirrels trying to, like... And trying the, to get a nut. Yeah, man. <laughs> that that whole weird like t- uh, tangent the they fish do, but thing like, I absolutely the adore bird that thing. Yeah. Um, I, I think that would be what? that would be fantastic. Plus, fantasy is always like, something that I'm happy to see. So fair enough. So what about like? There's a couple of Disney movies, uh, especially back in the day, where they combined like yeah, hand drawn animation with live action, so like Mary Poppins stuff like that. And obviously, they're doing a Mary Poppins, and they already did Peach Dragon. Uh, they already did Peach Dragon. That's Little bed knobs and broomsticks you're talking about? That is exactly where I was going Chee Chee bang bang. Um, Chee bang bang would work too. I don't um, know why I said that like an angry oriental restaurant chef. What? I think this would be cool. Also, I would like to see the Robin Hood, like the Disney animated Robin Hood, but done with like super realistic like CG. Like just a walking, talking fox Robin Hood. Robin Hood and Little John up through the forest. Doodle lolly, doodle lolly, a day. It's amazing how your head just does that. Right? <laughs> we all did it. <laughs> the exact same. It was great. Go, go. Um, yeah, like, I've, I've actually never been the world's biggest fan of, like, those, like, you know me, I don't like Mary Poppins. I didn't love Chitty G Bang Bang or Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Ridiculous. Actually, I don't think I've ever seen Bedknobs. God, um, it's so good. Angela Lansbury, man. So the problem is, uh, and I'd I like to move off of Disney here in a minute. But I was about to say like, my, the problem is, is one of the ones I'd actually really like to see has been made a hundred different times, just not by Disney, and it's Peter Pan. I love the story of yeah. Peter Pan, but and we have had so many live action adaptations in recent years. Like I think it was there three of them, right? There was the Pan that came out like two years ago. There was the one from like two thousand five. 
Well, the, the, also TV, the right? live action musical yeah. with Christopher Walken as Hook. Yeah. Yeah. If you had a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> That was a bad choice. Go back and watch it again for the first time? I agree. No. Um, like, I mean, I would love to see Disney's take on that because for the most part, their adaptations are like really faithful and like well received. Like I didn't see Cinderella, but I heard people loved it. Yeah, I, I like this idea of like what they're doing with that thing. Like the the stuff like Maleficent is a little like less interesting to me. Or like Genies, yeah. if they do that, like this idea of like expanding the lore and but live action. Remaking them. Remaking like John the- Favreau doing Lion King is awesome sounding. Yes. I can't wait. Yes, uh, and I, I, now that they've done the original Jungle Book um, the way they have, they're also working on a sequel to that, and like I like that idea. Um, but like, do the original first, in my opinion, and like establish that as a live action first. Yeah, um, th- is the Little Mermaid officially in production? Because I know there was that like, weird so. fan trailer that came out a couple weeks ago, like right yeah, before no, getting the beast. The next one's uh, Mulan, yeah. for sure. And they're taking all Mulan the- and Lion King are like the well, next they, two. Well, they've been back and forth on that. Did you see the on most the, recent quote on the music? Yeah, the last I heard, uh, they weren't doing the music. Yeah, because the director was legitimately quoted saying, uh, "It's an awesome martial arts epic." There's, you know, we're not doing any songs. And then, like a week later, she came out and said, "I don't know why anybody thought." that <laughs> we don't really know what we're doing with the songs right now so clearly the studio was like yeah they that, that didn't go over well we're doing the fucking songs just do the be you, a man song that's if you, the one. Yeah, if you don't have make a man out of you in mulan there's literally no reason to go see that movie that's not true but still i mean i like mulan that, i mean eddie murphy has to come back for that right no I mean, he's got to do something yeah he's like dude, dude is one of the highest paid voice actors in hollywood i'm aware I'm and he was saying, great he doesn't have issue. to do anything don't tell yes. Eddie Murphy how to live his life. That is true. That's accurate. Who's that, Mushu? Yes. Yep. Um, so, uh, non-Disney movies, though. Um, um, I am always anything? a big fan of anime. Like, not so much recent years, but I, I love anime or loved anime as a kid. Um, Ninja Scroll is like my was my introduction, a lot of people's introduction to anime, uh, which is just this really badass story of like a legendary ninja who kind of has to fight his way through seven legendary um adversaries basically Uh, it's incredibly adult themed like a lot of anime is um a lot of nudity and things like that but it it is a really well-told story and i think an awesome like martial arts epic like that would be great it's not my number one choice but it's up there you you thinking la blue girl yeah la blue girl (laughs) little bible black (laughs) that's tentacle porn Okay, so cool. hentai. Don't do the uh, don't do the live action on that stuff, please. Fair enough. No, you, you know weird. what it is. Keep that keep that animated. That um, Attack on Titan, which they made the like Japanese versions, would yeah. be cool uh, for me. Like my number one, if if like just to get off, of, I mean, be done with anime here in a minute. But um, the Neon Genesis Evangelion, which Peter Jackson and Weta was doing for what Evangelion. That's what I, no, no, it's not. <laughs> anyway, um, Peter Jackson was looking at doing for a long time. It was going to be a potential trilogy and things like that. Like that is he does the, like him a trilogy. Yes, that is the single like greatest anime series of all time, and I would absolutely love to see that made into a series of live action films. So, it would be like Pacific Rim on crack, but with like a way crazier story. Yeah. Uh, so sorry, I just had an idea. Overwatch. Overwatch would be awesome. Now we're just talking about video game adaptations, though. No, I'm just saying it's. I mean, there's a lot of human element to that particular video game, but there's a lot of, um, you know, uh, CGI that would be involved. Uh, yeah, have teams. It'd be awesome. It would be cool. Good time. Uh, I was going to say, and I hate to jump back to Disney a little bit, but um, Disney TV, I think, would also be cool. I I really want to see like a Tailspin live action adaptation. Um, Bill Murray's Baloo flying around in a plane. I'm just saying, man. Mm-hmm. 
It would be awesome. I mean, Idris Elba could be a businessman Sharecon. Yeah, totally. Oh, gargoyles. Yeah, yeah gargoyles. Now we're talking. Gummy bears. Oh, motherfuck, yes. Just saying. That's the one. I want a live action gummy bears just <laughs> bouncing here and there and everywhere. God, I love the gummy bears. But yeah, I mean, I, I do like the ideas. I mean, I, obviously a lot of animated shows tend to get the CG remake. Um, Smurfs specifically, Chippendale or not Chippendales, um, although Chippendales would be awesome. Yeah. Um, Alvin and the Chipmunks, like those, that tends to get like the CG for the most part. Uh, well, no, Alvin and Chipmunks was live action and CG, right? Yep. And so was the the first two Smurf movies. That now this new one that just came one out is, is is not, but Pe- uh, Peabody and Sherman, things like that, like those. Yeah, that that did get yeah CG. But I, I mean, I would love to see like a, I mean, if we're talking like a Goof Troop movie, hell yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> Or just the Goofy movie, which is the greatest Disney movie of all time, without That's question. Fair. Bar none. Um, it just doesn't have the Goof Troop, uh, Goof Troop intro. Yeah, Miyazaki stuff would be super cool as live action as well. I was thought about that, actually. What? Fuck that. Really? I'm just, I'm just kidding. I don't care. <laughs> Spirited Way or Mononoke in general, Princess Mononoke would be awesome. I just want to see the remake of all the Pixar films. I didn't know what films. Mononoke you were talking about. I'm glad you, you clarified. What? Uh, I said I want to see all the Pixar films done in live action. Toy Story, all oh. live action. Cars, all live action. Isn't that just That's like the <laughs> Ricky Bobby movie? <laughs> uh, no, it's Days of Thunder, thank you very much. Finding Nemo, all live action. Yeah, yeah. Planet Earth, essentially. <laughs> Nailed it. Yep, okay. That's what I do. That's what about what an American Tale? Eh. All really? Those, all those or all secret dogs of go to heaven. Oh, we need, Ooh, a, the we need a new one since that one doesn't hold up. Rescuers. Rescuers is good. Secret Dream, I think, would be cool. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, Fern Gully. Okay. I can do live action Fern Gully. Yeah, you know what that's called? Huh? Avatar. No, it's not. There's no stupid blue pieces of shit. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Is that how they defecate? Yep. In Avatar, the not Fern Gully. The number one thing people say about <laughs> Avatar is it's just Fern Gully with blue. Okay, people. let me rephrase. I would like an adaptation of Fern Gully that doesn't suck a big donger. Uh, did you see that Disney actually acquired the rights to Anastasia and now is pushing through with a live-action Anastasia? No, but remake? that's cool. Those, I actually enjoy that movie. I enjoy it quite yeah. a bit. Bartok is awesome. Yeah. He's magnificent, actually. Balto. I want live-action Yeah, Balto. I love Balto. Iron Will? Yeah, Iron Will. I love Iron Will. <laughs> What's that one with Cuba getting Jr. in it? Yes, yeah, Snow, Snow dogs. dogs. I love Snow <laughs> Yeah, Eight Below. Let's just talk about Huskies. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, but for real, like, Iron Will is awesome, and Balto is also great. I would watch both those again. Balto is a pretty awesome movie. God. I watched it just the other day for the first time. Ooh, Iron Ew. Giant. Oh, that movie is so perfect the it way is. it is, though. That's true. Yeah, but, God, like, really what if they that just would, got that actual Vin Diesel to play the giant instead of not, like, CG? <laughs> that, that would translate the best probably from animated to live oh, yeah, action, I think. absolutely. It would be fucking fantastic. Um, we, could, we could get a reboot of uh, Masters of the Universe, only not the shitty version. Okay. I'm cool with, with that. With, like, weird spaceman Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, I mean, there's, if you go back God, to, like, if bad. you're going to, like, the 80s cartoons, man, like, fucking Thundercats... Desperately need some sort of comeback. I mean, they were trying forever with that. Yeah. Voltron was trying, but then, you know, Power Rangers just yeah. ate its lunch. Well, Voltron has also found its niche now. Yeah, with uh, the and it's Netflix really show. fucking good. Um, South anyway. Park. No. <laughs> That'd be not They could good. never get away with that. That and The Simpsons, you do not make that live action. That's fair. Paul's Burgers? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Archer. Okay. 
Archer, I could actually see where Rick and Morty. Oh, there's a Mr. Meese's uh, pop uh, coming soon. Really? I'm fucking excited for Is it. Is there a Rick or a Morty? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've had several of those out already. Oh, there, yeah. There's Doofus Rick and uh, Evil Morty. Uh, what about what about Tiny Rick? I'm <laughs> no, Tiny Rick. No, Tiny Rick. Oh, no. That would be so badass. <laughs> One day. God, I love that show. Anyway, uh, moving on, we'll go to my topic next. Aqua Teen? Would that work? It could. Man, that it would. Could. I mean, they already got their own movie, but it wasn't live action. Yeah. I saw it twice in theaters because that's Josh. I really liked Aqua Teen. I want a giant, C, like, super realistic CG giant French fry man. <laughs> I mean, they could just I get mean, Stan Van Gundy and shave his head. He could be Carl. I mean, Ron Jeremy would have to be Carl. No, nah, he's too old, man. Yeah, at this point. Well, they just resurrect Captain Lou Albano. Even though that guy, you know what? They could get that guy that works at that Wendy's um, <laughs> down the road. God, that's fucked up. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Um, anyway, so <laughs> moving on to topic number three, um, I want to talk about reviews. Um, there it is. So actually, I don't. I mean, we can we can discuss the two reviews that sparked this idea, but that's not really what I want to talk about. Like the the purpose of this is not to complain about those two, um, kind of the way those two things got treated. So the two things that sparked this were a um, a pretty uh, sizable chunk of negative reviews for uh, the new Marvel Netflix series Iron Fist, uh, and then. Right after that, uh, some not so much negative, but kind of middling or mediocre reviews for uh, the new Mass Effect game, Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, I would say when they first started, they were very similar. Like I actually think that it was more middling for Iron Fist as well. But then as it, as it began to pile on more and more, and you then saw a lot of this is the, the whitewashing the, the, thing as well. Well, and, and not only that, but I saw a lot of like headlines of like the first thing Marvel is fucked up, like basically. Which is obviously, I'm paraphrasing. Not true. Iron Man Two fucking exists. Um, and I mean, three. Well, let's and not go Ragnarok. that far. But anyway. Or not Ragnarok, sorry. Oh, God. We just had to go down your road of wrong. Um, <laughs> oh, road of wrong. Oh, that's, that's awesome. A it's, a, it's a thing you often go down. Um, anyway. Can you come up with like a compilation, like Greatest Hits uh, <laughs> commercial, and call it The Road of Wrong? <laughs> the Road of Wrong? <laughs> Probably. So with those two things, though, um, Iron Fist for sure. I've only got uh, one episode left, uh, like episode and a half maybe. But um, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Is it my favorite Netflix series of all time? Uh, no, it's not. But I think it's a, a really good show, and I definitely don't like agree with a lot of the criticisms um, that I've seen in some reviews. Mass Effect, I'm definitely much earlier on, um, so I can't say for sure. But this far in, uh, I'm definitely uh, much higher on it than reviews seem to suggest. Now, obviously, with both of those things, I'm a pretty big fan going in. I've obviously got a bias. Um but with both of those things, I kind of had to, like, just ignore it at a certain point um, so that it didn't, like, kind of color or affect my enjoyment of that that content until I would kind of experienced it for myself. So that's kind of more what I wanted to talk about. It's less about those two specific reviews and more about, I guess, uh, to, to pose a couple questions. Do you guys, A, think reviews are useful? Um, and do you also do you like how do you use reviews i guess or how do you kind of incorporate them into your consumption of entertainment before we get to you because i know you've got some very strong uh feelings on this and you yeah i mean to an extent no not you you oh, gotcha. he's talking to me um i don't typically look at them like sometimes the only times i ever look at reviews for the most part is um after i've already seen or experienced it um, so that way I'll be like, oh, that's a good point, or, oh, that guy's full of shit, that kind of thing. I don't let it typically, outside of word of mouth, taint my opinion of the material before going in. That's just not something I've ever really liked doing. 
and, and I'm exactly the same way. Um, but I'm, you know, we kind of can't get around the kind of um, it's difficult. Rotten Tomatoes score of a movie before we go in, typically. It's difficult. Um, but in terms of, like, actually reading the reasons why um, a review is negative or positive or you know, somewhere in between, um, I, I'm, I'm with you, Chuck, in that, like, I don't necessarily want to know, um, like, you know, if you thought the writing was bad or the directing was bad or the acting or visual effects or whatever. Like, let me go in. Let me judge for myself. In fact, I'm, I'm, I've gotten to the point recently, and you guys know this, where I'm almost anti-trailer on top of that. Like, I, I, man, like, get out. I knew that it was a horror movie. That's it. That's the only thing I knew about that is uh, that and that it was written and directed by Jordan Peele. But I didn't know. The fat one, right? Yes, the fat okay. one. Um, yes. Obama. The one who <laughs> plays Obama. Okay. He played Obama? In what? In their, like, very popular sketch. Really? He's the fat one. Let's okay. Let's move on. Okay. Got it. Got it. The one po- from Life in Pieces. Po- point the, being. The fat one? Yes. Okay. I don't like that label. Anyway. Um, what label? I, I enjoyed like not having any idea where that was going. I almost wished I wouldn't have known that it was a, a horror movie because it, knowing that it was Jordan Peele, I would have assumed probably that it was a comedy uh, going in, and that would have made it even more ridiculous. <laughs> that would have been really funny. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, because shit's like, like weird. I am not right laughing at right oh! that. Um, but anyways, you know, like, uh, Dope we did that with, and there's Mirror on the Dying Girl. Like, I had no idea anything other than, oh, like, this movie is a movie I've been told I should watch. Uh, and that kind of word of mouth, like you said, I'm cool with. But in terms of, like, exactly why a movie is good or bad or someone thinks it's good or bad, I would much rather do, exa- I do exactly what you do. I will go in after, or a lot of times for me it's podcasts. Um, I have several podcasts I'll listen to that'll go in, in depth of. That's still kind of word of mouth. I think, but I, I, yeah, but I'll go in after, and they like like uh, NPR does pop culture happy hour, and they're they'll specifically it's just movies and TV for them, um, and they usually also come at it from a different angle than a lot of the other content that I consume. It's a little more like intellectual, um, and so like they'll often point out stuff that just like I didn't necessarily think about or I didn't look at it from that perspective, um, and so I like getting that like oh like this is how you saw this movie or you know. This is how you experience this TV show or whatever. That kind of thing, I'm um, totally cool with. But I want to always experience that after the fact, not before. Josh. And, I mean, so I definitely don't think reviews are inherently bad in any way. I, I actually I, I definitely I much prefer. agree with that. I enjoy reviews. I it's actually getting rough recently, in- though. Like, within the past year or two, it feels like certain times uh things are piled on because it's the cool thing to do and and that's where i would say is that like reviews are very much a read responsibly type thing and it is very hard because absolutely there is a mob mentality that exists within our our nature in general where i mean you you read something or you hear something frequently enough or consistently enough that it becomes what is in your head no matter what um you know people criticizing iron fist for being uh, whitewashed or criticizing it for X, Y, or Z, I don't think it's in it's inherently wrong or bad to have that opinion before you go see it because it, as long as you have the ability to judge something for yourself, allowing yourself to have open eyes while watching it or be conscious of something is not necessarily a wrong thing or a bad thing. And I, I guess I agree that inherently it's not, but I think that most people, and I, I obviously I guess not all people, but I think most people would have a very difficult time if they read a very detailed review uh, or, or even multiple detailed reviews and they went in and saw that content. It's very hard, and, and I would argue almost impossible for most people, <coughs> to separate all of those like 
preconceived ideas and and opinions about that that media like as they watch it like it's and, gonna it's gonna color you somewhat now can you obviously then have your own opinion or disagree with the, the the things that you read previously of course you can but i think that it does color it in some way and i mean this is something that like i do have like a fairly passionate opinion about sure. within the last year or so specifically in relation to the dc movies and i do feel as though to an extent yes they're not perfect movies they do have flaws but i do feel with 100% certainty that the level of vitriol, the level of hatred that those movies see, the piling on effect is is borderline abusive to the point of being like every like there isn't an article that can be written about those movies that has a legitimate neutral, not alone positive, but neutral spin. Like I have oh, I, bet I, I can to see one. I, I guarantee you I can find um, articles that are that are positive about that. Or at least I mean not like Articles from mainstream media, but like, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. If I were to write an article, I could have a neutral or even positive spin. <laughs> yes, but like, I'm saying I'm there's saying, people out there that that are that way. Um, and, but and, if you look at your mainstream sites, you, if you look at even just like within the gaming world, I mean, listening to the podcast that I listen to, like the month after, really the year after, but specifically the month after Batman vs Superman came out, like there wasn't a podcast that didn't spend ten to fifteen minutes talking about how absolute shit that movie was when it. Like I'm sorry, it it was not great, and it was in parts bad. So, but you can't, you can't. Uh, uh, so you talked about reading responsibly. Reviews at the end of the day are the opinion of the person writing the review. And I don't think that's there is wrong. no wrong review. I don't think that's wrong. But the the problem is is the level to which the mass, like the mainstream people that you see having those conversations, it is far more aggressive and far more negative no. than you would see about a lot of other movies. And I I, I think Sorry. it's that mob mentality. So I think some of it has to do with the fact that there's a, this inherent competition built in for decades previous to this between DC and Marvel. Which we can also talk about that at another topic because there's a real problem with that whole thing. I mean, I think Iron Fist inherently proves that that is not the, the case. No, I'm not talking about okay. positive stream. I'm talking about uh, fanboys creating competition when there is Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that is absolutely a topic for another day. Um, but no, like, just this idea. There's always this, there's already this competition built in because of the comic books. And then on top of that, you, um, you, know, you, you translate that into movies and the fact that Marvel has already kind of been established. So DC just inherently feels like it's trying to play a bit of catch-up. Um, and is, I guess, objectively playing somewhat of a game of catch-up. So, like, when these movies didn't knock it out of the park, even if they're objectively not the worst movies ever, and I agree they're not the worst movies ever, um, but man, I just, I just get, objectively, it, it, I feel like they are they are not well-made films. And, like, outside of Man of Steel, which I have gone on the record to say that I think is a good movie. It yeah. has its flaws, too, but I, I enjoyed it. But even the outside of the context of this conversation, like, that is not, like, and, and you're much more, you're much better about this than most people, but in other conversations, you have absolutely taken a more hardline stance on that than what you just did as well. And, and I think that there sure. is a, like, there's absolutely a dogpiling <laughs> effect that happens, and... I mean, there's also something to be said for the contrarian mentality, which some people think that I have a lot of times as well. I, I just think that if you... <laughs> what did you do? What? <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't help it. Couldn't help what? I'm, I'm so lost. He's got the giggles. <laughs> You're such a dick, whatever you did. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'm, anyway, like, again, I just don't think that... I, I personally have no problem reading reviews and getting opinions prior to experiencing media what is happening 
Chuck's just making faces. It's really funny. I'm trying to let you keep talking. This is my face. <laughs> I, and if so, it's funny, so be it. I mean, do you have so, so be uh, it? Like, no, no. He's literally that, just or? making stupid faces behind you. It's, there's no, there's it's no like, I fucking hate there's you. no content to there at all. It's just him being an idiot. So I, I mean, again, like I, I personally, I actually enjoy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I swear to God, I'm trying. <laughs> I enjoy being more informed going in because I actually like getting that idea out there so that I can I mean I have no problem and I will always form my own own opinion about something. I'm sure. very clearly not afraid to do that. But I do like having my eyes open to things that like I, I actually appreciate Chuck pointing out his issues with Horizon Zero Dawn because that brings to light things that I might not have seen for whatever reason. Rose colored glasses or simply I never experienced them. But having that in mind means that I can pay a little bit more attention to that and not overlook something and I enjoy getting that kind of a full experience out of it. Personally. For me, I just want that in retrospect, like exactly what Chuck was saying. Like I want to experience it, and then I am a okay with getting someone else's perspective, and then kind of adjusting my paradigm a little bit based on that. If but I if I feel like that's needed, let's just say uh, a review for Batman v Superman was brought to your attention that intelligently and in a very convincing way explained parts of that movie. Yeah. Like, would you go back and watch it again, or would you just uh, see? That's the thing. Like, I, mean, I personally like seeing it for myself. After somebody has pointed it out to me, and maybe like I'm also not afraid of repeat viewing, so that's a little bit different. You should I watch the eight-hour version. <laughs> the eight-hour version, super director's cut. Anyway. Um, uh, so like, it depends. I mean, the nature of what we do on this podcast and how much media that we obviously consume, you don't have as much. A lot time, of times, yeah, I, say, I, I, yeah. In, in a hypothetical situation in which you weren't strapped for so, time or or cramming in media that way. Case in point, I watched Moonlight initially with you. I was under. I certainly did not dislike it as much as you disliked it, but I definitely. And it gets worse and worse um, for Josh. I had. I had, the more people love that movie, the more he hates it. I had heard a general like uh, love of that movie, so I went in with somewhat raised expectations. Uh, I mean, it was you know nominated for an Oscar by the time we watched it. Um, watched it was pretty underwhelmed. I didn't really like understand what all the hype was. Um, and then I read several reviews. I specifically listened to the NPR Pop Culture um, podcast on it. Uh, I talked to Evan a little bit about what he thought about it, um, like in, in, in detail, once we both had seen the movie and there's no spoilers or anything. Um, and then I rewatched it again, and like it absolutely shed that, shed that movie in a completely different light. So, like a, a 100%. Light. Yes. So, like, question. We, we don't have to, we don't have to like <laughs> harp on the subject for too sure. much longer, but like. Is that something you would consider with something like Birdman? So that that was a movie that was incredibly positively reviewed. I'm not trying to bring up any. No, no, no. I just really want to go. Fwah, 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 fwah. <laughs> but so like yes. that was a movie that your your friends who have seen it, a lot of them loved it. A lot of them thought it was okay. Yes. Some people didn't like it. Th- uh, feel like... There's no movie that's off limits in this situation. I would okay. just say that I, I do like have to manage my... like a like yeah. a Jerry Springer show. It's like ooh, <laughs> like. Josh is burning you, son. No, oh, I, I am like, legitimately curious. I'm because, on your side, Josh. Shut the I fuck pre- up. I appreciate that. But, like, I had actually thought of this, like, because you know me and my feelings about True Blood, right? Sure. But then people point out that, oh, man, shows like The Magicians are so – it's so close to it. How can you fucking hate one? Like, I, am, I mean, to be fair, I'm the exact opposite. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, Magicians I am willing to – as much as I don't like it, and I have watched more episodes than you have of, of Magicians, but I'm willing to <laughs> give True Blood another shot. In that same scenario, would you give, like, the magicians another yeah, shot? Yeah, to an extent. Now, I will say that, like, at a certain point, though, uh, like, if I, I can't 
like you can't do the like, research and then everything. rewatch yeah. everything, every yeah. piece of content. Again, these At are hypothetical point, scenarios. I'm I like, can I think there is something that Josh loves, and then he hates something else, like abhors it, and is the that's exact, a lot of things. No, it's the both, exact both same sides. thing. We've talked about it before. I cannot remember what it is. Shit. You keep thinking over there, you old bastard. All right. Um, no, but like maybe you should get some. What's those called? <laughs> the, the Magicians is a good example. Like, um, I, I watched half an episode of The Magicians. I thought it was fucking stupid. Like, if I watch the whole thing, is there a decent chance that I might actually like that show? Yes. But at a certain point, there's so much fucking content out Obviously, there yeah. that I had. I made a decision, and I'm going to fucking stick to it because I don't have time to go back and yeah, figure I mean, out and if I was are, wrong. There are plenty of shows that I yeah don't get into for yeah. the same reason. Like you know me, I revolt against TV more than anybody on this podcast sure. just because. I mean, sitting down, like, I, I have been dying to see Into the Badlands Season 2. I have yet to have the energy to sit down and commit to an hour or two now because there's two episodes out. Like, it was punishing for me to try and get caught up on the DC shows recently just because I didn't want to lose the ability to go back and watch them because of the dumb app. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I, I get it. There's, do, there's totally a time management, but, like, all my questions were in complete 100% hypothetical scenarios. Gotcha. Yeah, and, and, and I will say the, the last point I want to make is because uh, – and this does, I guess, specifically relate to Iron Fist – um, or a few other things recently. Um, I'm not a big fan of any review that involves, like, uh, so I agree that if you feel like that Iron Fist is whitewashed, like, oh, that's, keep, yeah, keep your social issues. Yeah, unless, that's a reason. Unless it is egregious. That, that's, that's a perfectly valid opinion to have. I, I don't, obviously, don't agree with it, but, like, if you want to have that opinion, you can have that opinion. Um, I can even, to some extent, like, understand where you're coming from. I just think you're wrong. Um, I mean, that character's always been white. Yeah, that's my issue. Like, if, it's if, like if, Wonder Woman. What the fuck are people uh, talking about armpit hair? Yes. And, and either way, though, that is not that objectively has nothing to do with the quality of the product. She's yeah, a goddess. If, if you are <laughs> Goddesses don't have hair if, anywhere. If you are speaking exactly. specifically anywhere. about the quality of the filmmaking, the choreography, whatever it is, yes, yeah. that should not be involved. I don't think— I think um, that Finn Jones is I, kind of a mediocre actor at best. Oh, I don't think he's very good in that's, the role. That's I, a legitimate complaint I, about I that. I have legitimate show. issues with Iron Fist. I like— it more than Jessica Jones or Luke Cage, but that's because I don't. I'm not in love with those series, sure. and I just can't. Um, I can't. You can't. Can't get into it. And that's why. See, that's that's perfect. I'm gonna have you to like, like far more force and, myself. Yeah, to, which is a bummer. It, but it, well, it it, it it doesn't help that I think that character's stupid before that show yeah. ever even came gotcha. out. And and I thought that also the promotional <coughs> material was not that good for me. There, there's there's yeah, there, there are problems with that show. Trailers. And now that I finished the whole thing, there are problems with that show, and it is. Only above for me, uh, Luke Cage, which I actively dislike. Yeah, but and, and this um, one I I like. I just don't love it. Yeah, but like, and so I, I think that I don't think that subduing conversation about those kinds of topics is the right thing to do. They just need to be separate from the review. I think. I don't even necessarily think that is 100%, but I do think there needs to be some basis for legitimacy behind the complaints. I mean, we the, inherent, talking, the inherent point of a review, though, is to give. Like to to review the, the the content and its quality, and then give an objective opinion on that. But if I mean, if there is a glaring issue, like I mean, if Twelve Years a Slave starred Brad Pitt as the actual lead in the movie, that is a conversation to have within the review itself. It is because it 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 does call into question the like. He could have delivered the greatest performance in the world. It's still a white guy. It takes you out of it yeah. to some extent. There, I, I guess I can see that argument. Isn't that Iron the same Fist. thing with that story, though? Isn't the, that original story, he's always been a white guy? In the Great 12 Wall? years? No, the Great, uh, the Great Wall. 
Uh, it's an original story. So I'm, uh, I have no problem with the Great Wall. Oh, they, they, uh, okay. Yeah, the Great Wall is that. Was that, I not paying attention? That was the argument. Twelve there. years a slave is what I said. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, twelve Far years a slave. Uh, historically, <laughs> historically, it was Brad, not a white guy. Uh, Brad Pitt's a bad casting choice there. Okay. Historically, <laughs> that's fair. Um, but yeah, like I mean, Great Wall is a, is is a perfect one. But gods of Egypt or not gods of Egypt? Um, the, There's a bunch of white guys in that too. Yeah, yeah, the one gods that we Egypt. saw. How about the, the Passion gods of, of Egypt? Christ? Well, that's that's I guess what I see. What you're Passion saying, of the Christ, Scarface, the, like Noah. Yeah, is this any any biblical the Joel movie Edgerton ever? One that we yep. saw. Ben Hur. I mean, Charlton Heston's. Not, Gods, um, gods and Kings, Exodus, Gods and Kings. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, there's, there's a legitimate, a bunch of white co- like, there too. yeah, there's a there's a legitimate conversation to have within a review because it does call into it, it does affect your opinion watching it, and it does bring into question the quality. I thought that movie was fine. I actually enjoyed the majority of it, but to just say straight up, no, you can't have those conversations. And I'm not saying you're saying that, but like, it's weird. I think I think only if it directly because, impacts, you know. The, the, again, the quality or your enjoyment of it or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, Iron Fist, that entire argument is ridiculous and shouldn't be happening because the yeah. ca- like, if you want to change the race of a character for story-driven reasons and, and like, it doesn't really fuck with anything, like Michael B. Jordan as Johnny Storm, it's a little weird because he's the brother of a white character. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but if they had changed done. them both, I wouldn't have cared, right? Like, that doesn't matter to me. Uh, yeah, but to be upset that they well, didn't put, change the race of a character, that's dumb. Let's yeah. put it this way. Roland of Gilead yes. is a black dude. And, and I could not be anticipating awesome a movie more. He's an awesome actor, so who gives a shit? If it's right. written well and done well, then... But if someone, had, if someone had been mad that they didn't make Roland uh, an African-American guy or it an would Asian be guy, that would be silly. Correct. Because yeah. yes. that also, character was not written. Isn't it, isn't uh, there it is more th- racist to say, this guy's a martial artist, so he should be Asian? There, there is there is another argument to be had there, but we're running over time, so we can maybe have that discussion when we discuss Iron Fist next week. That's your, fair. Your time I, I, is right? always wrong. You notice that? We got yeah. one more topic. We got a, we got a little bit of time here. How much time? I mean, I mean, we're like on an hour, but five if, minutes. If, if, yeah, it's, sure. If you got a five minute one, let's do it. Just because. I, I do think that like we had good <laughs> conversation here, but That's like a fun like something that we do every once in a while on potlucks would be would be fine. So as everybody knows, I love to promote other podcasts on this show. Okay. Um, Pockets Full of Soup, which is a fantastic podcast from Jared Petty, who now works at EA, used to work at IGN. Um, He does this segment after he brings people on to have personal stories told called Instant Noodles. And it is just like a rapid fire, quick, you know, first question or first thing that comes to your your mind. No, it's perfectly fine. I added a few and I picked up. That guy's dry cleaning bill has to be huge. Pockets Full of Soup? Correct. Hilarious. Um, so I, so I picked and cho- I picked and chose a few from him, and I added a few myself. But these are literally just the first oh, thing that comes stupid. to your mind. Okay. Okay. Stupid. Appreciate that. Okay. Soup. So the Rice first question that was fan submitted by him or fan submitted by his Patreon supporters is what? what What is best sandwich? What is your favorite sandwich? Grilled cheese. What? What is your best sandwich? <laughs> uh, spicy Italian at Subway. With uh, spinach. Subway is your best sandwich? With uh, That's my go-to, yeah. That's fair. Can Grilled be, cheese. Can you be wrong? You can't be. Uh, do you like vanilla ice cream? Is that your favorite ice cream? I do. I you love it. plain vanilla. motherfucker. I like it vanilla is. ice cream. It's not yeah. my favorite. It's stupid. Is there cheese on it? Then I'm good. Everything's better with cheese. With your grilled cheese, you, butter you bread. do you do the tomato soup? No, I do ketchup. God damn it. God In damn a bowl. <laughs> with a little bit of water. Yeah. And then heated. <laughs> no, just cold ketchup out of the fridge. So, okay. You said, what was that? Uh, the spicy Italian. Spicy Italian. Um, okay. Have you tried the new Italian hero? No, toasted really with uh, pepper jack cheese. This is supposed to take five minutes. Uh, spinach, 
tomatoes. Uh, let's see, some a, a, a bunch of jalapenos, some banana peppers, some pickles, salt and pepper, oil and vinegar to taste. Cool. All right. Wrap it up. All right, for me, it's probably a Reuben. I okay. enjoy a really good Reuben. Uh, this is like one where you'll have beef. problems with probably. What okay. is the best song written in the last 100 years? Oh, God. Jeremy. Is that a... He spoke in class today. <laughs> what did you... <laughs> I have no idea. The best song written in the last 100 years. Aaron Burr, sir. Oh, that's not terrible. <laughs> Cabinet battle number one. <laughs> Seasons of Change by Rent or in Rent? Oh. No. Tango Maureen. Uh, first of all, it's La Vie Bohème, you asshole. That's fair. All right. You know what? La Vie Bohème? We figured it out. All right, La Vie Bohème. Everyone uh, has AIDS. And for me, it's probably, <laughs> for me, uh, I would say probably Roundabout by Yes. I think it's the perfect uh, progression song or progressive song that leads to my favorite band of all time, pretty much. Okay. Uh what Final is the countdown? Best? Oh, those <laughs> the Carpenters. <laughs> what is the best book written in the last one hundred years? The Stand. Uh, the Gunslinger. We're just gonna have a theme here: the Wastelands. <laughs> Actually, probably yeah, yeah. That's the first thing I said. Wastelands, probably. Um, cake or pie? Pie. Pie. Cake. You guys are so fucking wrong. I mean, it's close. To be fair, <laughs> you put those heads together. Best movie soundtrack ever. <laughs> Uh, Gladiator. Shit. Uh, Reservoir Dogs. And, and like I had like five different fucking very choices close second to Star Wars for me, but Pulp Fiction too, man. That's Pulp Fiction's got I got a great one. Um, because that has Count Flowers on the wall. Reservoir Dogs though, has stuck in the middle. That's fair. Also, Ooga Chaka, Ooga. Guardians is very high up there for me. Oh, that's, yeah. That's also on Reservoir Yeah, I know. But Guardians is probably probably the one that goes to that. That's the one that rises for me. Um, it's a really good fucking soundtrack, that's for sure. Who's the best teacher you ever had? Mrs. Stout. Uh, Uncle Larry. Just kidding. <laughs> the Sensual Arts. I thought, I thought you were going to say, like, you know. Massacery. Isn't that what you do when you. Massacery? Yeah. It's massaging with uh, sauce. Oh, okay. You don't have Oh, am I, um, uh, uh, Mr. Quinn. What grade? I was in college. Okay. Sixth grade for me. Uh, my sixth grade teacher, Miss Tomes. Tomes? Tomes. Oh. How do you spell relief? <laughs> oh, that's right. Tom. Shit. <laughs> uh, Same difference. What is the most positive negative experience you've ever had? Something uh, that being was okay, yeah. Something that was bad for you, but in the long run, being married for sure for me. Check uh, being married. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, moving from uh, my hometown of Kentucky to White Cross, Georgia. That one's easy once I think about okay. it. Otherwise, I would oh, yeah. I would be stuck moving to Mississippi's in, probably close. <laughs> I would be stuck that's, in bumfuck Kentucky with like that's part of yeah, that's kids. part of being married, I guess. Uh, for me, it would be uh, the family vacation that I had, in which uh, I was so fatigued I was falling asleep mid conversation. It's what led to me having to get oh. my surgery. I was gonna say it was yesterday, but you no. you were in my joke. It's what led to me having to get my <laughs> surgery because my like it was so bad my parents had to sit me down and say, You're doing this or we're not gonna see you die. Um What's the scariest creature in a natural world? 
Sand striker worm. Done. What? It's the worm that's like in the ocean. It's three feet long, but it like buries itself underground. Oh, that thing is fucking terrifying. It's, it's got like like horned like pincers. Oh my god! And it's open like that. It looks like a flower on the bottom of the ocean, but it's got like these little dangly uh, things. And when the fish like what touch are the anglies are those danglies? Huh? I don't know, but it's proportionate to the, to the heat of the meat. <laughs> and uh, it just like oh, and, like it just like it ate a fucking like sea scorpion, aka the lobster. God damn! That's can what I disagree with Chuck? I don't. I didn't know about this thing until just now. I'm going to show it to you. Evan had to make like I showed it to Evan. He made me like turn it away from him. He didn't want to see it. That is terrifying. It's I mean, three feet long. It could eat your leg. Otherwise, I was just going to say a wasp for me. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that's probably fair. Uh, for me, it's it's those goddamn parasites in the river that swim up swim up your pee. Oh yeah, and go into your junk. No, that that's is fair. that is incredibly specific like areas. I'm sure the sand striker is too, but. Well, yeah, I'm never going to pee in those kinds of rivers, but I'm just I'm going to pee in all the rivers. <laughs> At once? There's a checklist. Uh, if you could travel to any time, past, future, past, future, or even present, uh, who would you meet? George Washington. It's actually you, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Abraham Lincoln. I had to go president as well. Hmm. Eisenhower, so I can call him a sissy. <laughs> Uh, and the last one, pizza. Bro. No, no. <laughs> pizza. Rolls. In a roll, in a hot pocket, or on a bagel. Put, oh, uh, rolls. Put all those hands together. True story. Oh, my God. Why haven't we done that? <laughs> it's true. Rolls. Okay. You so get them rolls, after, after you get your tolls. hot pocket, or bagel? Mm -hmm. Also rolls. So the problem is, is when pizza's on a bagel, you can have pizza anytime. Put a pizza on a bagel. Pizza on a bagel. Pizza on a bagel. I have seen you eat pizza rolls, and you are lying if you give oh, any Oh, I love these pizza rolls, but don't think I wouldn't do the same damn thing with with bagel bites. That's something that lives in the ocean. Mm -hmm. Also is. in Dune. Man, uh, those... <laughs> <laughs> those, uh... Those, uh, fish that live, like, way down where there's no light, and they have those, the like... have the, like, their own thing on there. Fucking, their own nightlight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fuck those things too. Those things are terrifying. I want to scare those. I would just never get not far enough big. down there to to work. No, some are huge. I think you're thinking of submarines. Oh yeah, submarines <laughs> are the most terrifying creatures on earth. Is that all of them? Yeah, that's all. Okay, pizza was a good way to end this. All right, it usually is. I have pizza at my house, so I'm going to eat for dinner tonight. Oh, pizza does sound good. I am hungry now. It's got pineapple um, on it. Did right? you eat Ooh. all the way over here? Yeah. No. So what? I did. You not. say pineapple? Yeah. Yeah, pineapple. I like pineapple. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm good on my pizza. Man, you put some you put some pineapple and then you put some spicy shit on there. I had some. Oh, I did spicy sausage and um, jalapenos. I had some salad oh, dressing the other night when I had all that wine. Damn. Some pineapple. I did extra was good. cheese instead. I enjoy extra cheese. But you pizza. could also there's a place. God, where is it? Oh, it's at um, Community Pie. I had a uh, Hawaiian pizza that had uh, um, it was uh, like roasted habanero pineapple sauce. That sounds pretty good. It was on like I, like uh, I love pineapple. It was pizza. good. One was day good. we'll do a pizza toppings geek to geek uh, yeah, or pineapple. Geek get ready for it. community pie, so I can eat that pizza again. Sure. Um, oh, if, they, if they'll let us, we'll do it. Yeah, we should try that one time. That would be one of these awesome. food places or food ones. Um, anyway, thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, appreciate you watching and listening uh, on iTunes. Rate and uh, subscribe, please. I found out friends. recently how. Yeah, tell your friends. But uh, yeah, apparently the he'll. Uh, I guess we've known this for a while, but we really should be saying it. Uh, rating and subscribing are the two things that drastically 
bump us up in the iTunes charts. So uh, if you have not do, done oh, that, especially oh, if you're a long-time oh, listener or a new listener and you enjoyed this, then, uh, then make sure you do that. Uh, either way, guys, we will see you next week. Uh, movies and TV next week, right? For the first time in like well, six very weeks. Long time. So it's... get ready for a seven-hour episode. Bye. See ya. Listen to the end of this show, or any of it for that matter. So they had me use my abundantly charming voice to tell you that the show is over. You can reach them in various ways, but who really gives a shit? Again, you've already turned them off. I guess try at FFA Podcast. They probably won't respond though, so who cares? In the meantime, here's some Britishy things to say. Wanker, spotted dick, fuck the Irish. Light my fag. Lift. Lou. And Fuzzy Winkle. Bye. Oh, and fuck you, Microsoft. We can always like we've always owned before.